Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Inside Your Meds podcast. On today's episode, founder and CEO David Light will share the origin story of Valisher and an overview of the business. Valisher Chief Pharmacist Dina Akinbajo will share insights on what makes Valisher different from other pharmacies. I'll give you a bit of a background on, on Valisher and, and how this all came to be. Um, so really, it started with a good friend of mine, Adam, and he was telling me about all these problems that he was having with his anticonvulsant medications. Essentially, he'd refill it every month, uh, like he's been doing for many years. And every once in a while, he just had this month where he'd feel terrible, had all these side effects, relapses sometimes, and he'd talk to his doctors, and his doctors tell him, listen, <clears throat> there's variability in medications, uh, almost everything's made in India and China these days, and there's just not a whole lot we can do about it as, as doctors, it just kind of is what it is. So he obviously didn't like that answer and uh, called me up coming from the technology development world. And we started to put our heads together to try to understand the issue. And, you know, really high level, um, there's some pretty serious issues out there. And even direct from the FDA, you know, there's an unacceptably high occurrence of problems. But one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that the FDA doesn't actually have any formal means of quality surveillance. Uh, the FDA is out there doing as many inspections as it can um, of the facilities that are approved to make drug products. But that doesn't include an actual analysis of what's inside the drug product. Uh, they do very few uh, on-market uh, analytics uh, at all. Uh, we actually at Valisher do more in one day than the FDA tends to do in an entire year. Um, but uh, that leaves a lot of room for, for problems and cracks in the system and, and things to fall through those cracks. And uh, really the only time traditionally that, an, that a chemical analysis is done on a medication product is at the manufacturer that then self-reports it to the FDA. And uh, again, I'd like to think that this was a system that was built with the best of intentions back in the 80s, but obviously the world has changed, but the system has not. And uh, really the cracks have been getting bigger and bigger and then more has been falling through those cracks. And uh, you know, when Adam and I were looking into this deeper with our academic hats on, there's actually a tremendous amount of literature out there, uh, especially in certain areas uh, like psychotropic drugs, uh, like epileptic drugs, especially when it's very clear when a medication is off, the patient gets a seizure. And there's a whole body of literature looking at uh, brand to generic substitution, generic to generic substitutions. And we were particularly uh, taken back by a particular Harvard Medical School study with almost 2,000 patients that showed simply the act of refilling the medication, the lot to lot variability was associated with an over twofold increased chance of getting a seizure. Um, so obviously these kinds of variability and quality problems could be happening throughout all of the medications and uh, we wanted to really address this as, as uh, Valisher. We really identified, first of all, that the technology for the analysis of what's inside of a medication is really built for pharmaceutical companies. So, you know, giant factories that are going to make one or two things, you know, every single day the same way. And uh, it's very expensive, you know, mass spectrometry type approaches. Uh, that take PhD scientists and, and are very complex and, and difficult to use and, and not interchangeable. But all of that sunk cost and time is part of the overall you know, building out of an expensive pharmaceutical and manufacturing it at scale. However, what we wanted to do was analyze medications at the end of the supply chain. 
So we had to be a lot more interchangeable um, and really be faster, uh, easier, and cheaper while still maintaining the, the high level of precision. So to do that for the most expensive, difficult part of analysis, which is really the dosage, the ingredient identification of what's inside of the medication, uh, we spent a lot of our own time, money, and energy developing a laser-based approach. So specifically Raman spectroscopy-based, and uh, we developed a whole chemistry, hardware, and software system around off-the-shelf uh, Raman spectrometers that enabled what is was usually a qualitative system to be very quantitative, to actually be able to give us precision dosage information while having all the benefits of lasers, of being very fast, easy to use, uh, very low consumables costs, and uh, really very interchangeable. Um, we, we can look at dozens of different drugs in a single day. And so we, we filed the patents, we got ISO accreditation on it, uh, the International Organization for Standardization, and we were, we were very proud of ourselves. Uh, but when we went to the industry, as, as you usually do in the biotech path, and said, hey, we have this great system for adding quality assurance, uh, what we heard from a lot of the, the big players and distributors and, and kind of the supply chain um, uh, behemoths out there was, yes, a uh, lot of problems in uh, supply chain. And honestly, it looks like the problems are getting worse, but it's not our problem. It's always somebody else's problem. And uh, with a $2 trillion global supply chain that's mostly overseas, uh, it's very easy to point fingers in any direction. And uh, really, nobody wanted to take the responsibility to do more themselves. And so that's when you know myself and, and the original founders of Alisher came to the realization that we had this great technology and laboratory that we were building out. Uh, but the right way to truly bring it to market was through an analytical pharmacy, really a, a new type of entity where we were going to marry the laboratory and the pharmacy so that every single batch of medication that comes through into our pharmacy, samples of it get analyzed through our laboratory. And then those that pass, we dispense directly to the patients uh, with our certificate of analysis. You know, you wouldn't buy uh, yogurt without nutritional information on it, but uh, yet you have very little visibility into what's really inside of your medications. And so that's, that was really the, the, the core concept um, and uh, more and more these days, we're looking to plug these uh, systems into to grander healthcare systems and beyond. But really what we've built is an analytical pharmacy that can bring this validation direct to patients. And on the pharmacy and, and everything that uh, this means for, for the drugs and beyond, I hand it over to Dina. To yes. So as you look at this particular slide, you see that Currently in the market, we have available brand medications and a lot of patients like brands because we know that the quality assurance is there, but some of the downsides is that brands can tend to be costly and we don't have any kind of certificate of analysis to be able to ensure quality. Now, when it comes to generics, we know that there are different um, standards for generics and they have to be close to the brand, but they can be off plus or minus 20%, but the positive is, is that they're cheaper for the patient and more generics are available in the market. And what Valishore has actually created is a validated generic, meaning that we have in some ways created a new kind of um, method or a new category of medication, meaning that 
we can assure the quality assurance because we're testing it. We're testing generics, which already um, have a cost savings for patients, and we're providing a certificate of analysis where the patient can actually see what tests have been provided or what tests have been done on the medications, and they can see exactly, you know, what the impurities are. Also, too, they can see inactive ingredients, and it just provides another level of trust for a patient when taking medications. So we are the first and only analytical pharmacy. And what that means is that we are a pharmacy that is tied to an analytical lab. And we are like a pharmacy, like most other pharmacies, where we actually buy medications from current distributors. But the major difference is, is that we buy our medications in large batches. And so when we buy in large batches, it kind of helps us to absorb the cost of the testing on the medication. Once we actually get the large batches of medications in, then we take a sample of that batch and then we send it up to the lab for testing and to be analyzed. And once we receive the information back from the lab that the medication has passed our testing, then we are able to then put it into our, medic into our pharmacy and then dispense that medication as prescriptions come in for different patients. To get back onto the analysis side, I uh, figured give an overview of the analysis that we currently do that we're actually looking to do in the near future and, of course, uh, what we uh, certainly don't do. Um, and uh, then get into some of the specifics around a few of the drugs uh, where we, we found some particularly concerning issues. So uh, really high level, um, the, we, we look for as much as we can uh, in the, the, the quality and safety of a medication. Um, so obviously uh, we uh, ideally do all the current tests that you see uh, highlighted here on as many of the medications as we can and uh, specific tests like dosage and dissolution are really calibrated to the specific drug. Um, so although we can do a calibration you know, within a day or two on our spectroscopy type uh, systems, that's uh, still a full day or two on, on a new drug product, um, which is much better than, than weeks or months, uh, but uh, we're, we're not yet able to analyze all the, the hundreds and hundreds of different uh, uh, types of drugs that are out there. And we focus on the highest volume, highest impact drugs first, uh, and of course, expanding all the time into doing the, the drug specific testing. Uh, on other tests like uh, uh, common impurities, carcinogens like the nitrosamines, uh, which we'll talk a lot more about and has gotten a lot of attention, that is calibrated to the, to the specific impurity itself. So although, uh, and that's done on industry standard technology like GCMS and LCMS, um, and uh, takes a lot of work to get that calibration through, but once you finish it, it can be done for any drug. And so all drugs that go through our entire pharmacy are uh, at, the, at the very least uh, analyzed for these common impurities and toxins. Um, and then uh, we have a growing number that uh, get the full suite of analytics. And we're also growing uh, the uh, various tests that we do, um, you know, tests like allergens, microbial analysis, especially for injectable or liquid form uh, of medications. And we actually just received our ISO accreditation or, or passed the accreditation for uh, heavy metals and toxic elements um, which uh, has actually an area that uh, has recently gotten guidance from the FDA. 
And so those are new tests that we'll be adding soon. Uh, and of course, uh, things that, that we can't reasonably test for, um, you know, the state of California has identified, uh, I think, close to 10,000 possible carcinogens. Uh, not reasonable for us to, uh, to test all of those. Uh, but we do take uh, very educated guesses on, on areas that seem to be the biggest problems, like the nitrosamines. And uh, of course, efficacy and side effects, we don't, we don't do clinical trials uh, at Valisher. Uh, we're just looking at uh, the medication is what it's supposed to be and, and is safe, uh, at least from carcinogens and um, you know, what we're able to test for. 